other than everybody's dumb. The instant you step out of line, you say something that they don't like and they don't like you personally, they're going to use all those pre-existing laws and they're going to use it on you. A woman exposed her male genitalia to women and underage girls. That's what happened. It's pure propaganda and it's super cringe, by the way. Um, <laughs> super, it's super cringe. Jean-Claude Van Damme speaking here. He's got so many shows, Eric Butler, TatumReport.com, and UOPod.com, where he just plays himself, Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't know if what? you noticed that. You don't... I don't know. How... You just start. You were mid-sentence when I got here. I don't even know what you're talking Jean-Claude about. Jean-Claude Van Damme has a lot of shows and movies where he just plays himself. Um, I don't know if I've seen any of those. Sorry. Well, you're you're really far behind. I think the last movie that I actually got excited for Jean-Claude Van Damme was when I was a kid and it was called something about fake jeans with Rob Schneider and they were busting people who were doing counterfeit jeans. Like and, actual uh, jeans. Just, yeah. Like Levi's. Yeah. And that's right. his last theatrical release, I think. Hey, no, let's see what's um... going on going on with Joe Biden. Almost. Okay. Almost got that one. Let's see the other source we have. Here's Joe Biden groping somebody again. It stops at the same part every time. Look at Dan. Five, five point four four. Million the very views. important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters. What's he gonna say, Eric? Never. Okay, it wants to restart. This is aggravating. So aggravating. I can't even tell you. Joe Biden asking a kid if um, or to not uh, date anyone until they're thirty again. Yeah, no, no serious boys until you're thirty or something like that. Holy shit, man. Restream's got a. This is a terrible. No serious guys in the 30s. Okay. Uh, uh, leave it there for a second. Why would you let your child be touched by Joe Biden at this point? I mean, we're like, uh, n- like number 20, I think, of him touching this girl's gotta be 11 or 12 and joe biden the guy recording it i don't know if you could see that the guy recording it, it's like clearly <laughs> like where is he, he yeah kaylin kaylin uh who i guess oh, is, is that a guy yeah who's yeah, uh guy. see okay this is crazy though because when i first saw this when i first first saw this i thought it was like a green screen thing i was like no way he's that close to joe biden because uh kaylin you know he's like a He's like a friend of a friend. I um, I don't think I ever met him personally, but like we have you know internet friends in common, and um, he totally you know nailed it with this one. Like I thought it was a green screen at first, and then I realized, oh, this is real, and it's going viral like crazy, even on Instagram. That was before I saw the five point four million views on Twitter. So, uh, good job, Kalen. He's been out. You know, doing a riot reporting and all sorts of things over the past couple of years. Um, and it's just like, 
it's kind of like how we see um this is what it reminds me of right that particular clip is like when you see somebody in a car with coexist bumper stickers and all sorts of weird stuff and then you pull up to them and they have like face piercings and purple hair and it's like you're walking right into the meme like you are you're teeing us up this is what joe biden's doing it's like have you have you not been aware of your reputation over the past three years and you just can't stop? You walk right into it every time. How is this possible? Well, there's the famous video before the 2020 election. I think Paul Joseph Watson put it out called Creepy Uncle Joe. And he's been on camera saying the same lines to kids like 10 times. I don't know how he's not aware of this, that everybody knows his line is no serious boyfriends until you're 30. And then he guesses the girl's age as like somewhere like uh, 16 or 17 when they're actually 8 to 12 years old. Every single time he does this. And it's super creepy every single time. He also tells other jokes over again, too. Like, and, and all politicians do it. Trump does it. They all do it where they... Now, it's one thing for Trump to do it like at a rally where it's basically a stand-up set and you tell the same, you know, you do the same bit versus mm-hmm. Joe Biden going city to city in his little social distancing rallies and saying the same jokes that just aren't landing. You know what I mean? Where you have a dozen cars, cars, this, this photo just stuck with me for whatever reason, where you have cars in the circles. So it's one thing to have a person, which actually happened in San Francisco and New York, where people were sitting at the parks, literally in their little circle. Like you would think it was a meme again. You think it was fake, but the it's truck real. rallies or whatever they called it. Yeah, the truck rallies. They want and they want to seem like he's getting middle America in their trucks. Yeah, in their jeeps or their Chevys or whatever, parked in a circle to social distance you from the other trucks. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's amazing, and he always got the hands on the shoulders. Hence the meme of like him sniffing over the kid and the girl is just like oh, okay and they always are they're always not wanting to be groped by an old man but here we are in 2022 i guess it is we're and, in the and, thick of football season and joe Biden's lining up <laughs> on the line of scrimmage for every child that's there um <laughs> what was i gonna say oh okay the thing about the no serious boys until you're 30 like what is that even supposed to mean bro does that mean you don't like no serious boys until you're 30. So don't like you're supposed to date around. You're not you're not supposed to go on a date until you're 30. I mean, what is what are you aiming? What are you trying to tell her? Which angle what, is that actually coming from? What it's supposed to be is that, you know, you're I'm going to always see you as my daughter. He says, this is what I tell my daughters. I'm always going to see you as my my little girl. So don't have any serious boyfriends until you're 30 because i don't want to deal with that but what it really means is don't date anyone because creepy uncle joe wants to probably date you allegedly according to sources outside of my control (laughs) Uh, it's just the thing because couldn't you couldn't you make an argument that like maybe you should start dating at 18 or 21 and maybe have a start a family i mean coming from somebody who's you know, just uh, I, I'm still just a young spring chicken, but I don't have That's so true. many. I don't I don't know what what angle this is supposed to take. But whatever. Joe Biden's a creep. He doesn't know what's going on. He's not really you know, we all know he's not really running the show. It's, you know, it's begs the question who well, is we ask every week before the Internet. He could go around and say this joke and probably get some laughs. And, you know, nobody would know like he he probably doesn't mean anything. He's the vice president. He 
He's not trying to grope anyone. But now with the recent advent of the internet within the last six months, um, it's all on tape all the time. But I'm sure in like the 70s and 80s, he would probably do this. And it's like, oh, he's a politician. He's just being friendly. He doesn't mean anything by it. If there was cameras and the internet around in the 70s and 80s, I'm sure his, what do they call it? Uh, his his kill count <laughs> would be astronomical as, op- as opposed to like the dozen that's on TV. There's like the girl, the little girl at the White House and his hands like here on her and then like the hair smelling and then pulling the little boy back to smell his hair. I mean, <laughs> he's like a, a mosquito who can smell healthy blood or something. And of course, uh, Ashley Biden's diary, right? We can't forget right. about that. Which can't I, it's all that. that was a uh, that was stolen, and it's, it, you can't talk about it. It's it's illegal, or what? Well, that was that was Fredo back. What was that? The Hillary yeah, exactly. emails. He, that was the Hillary emails. But he's right. You can hear it from us. We're the media. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is this Showering is absolutely with your dark. Grandfather. Yeah. Well, well, father, right? Uh, um, yes. Correct. You're just, I think Joe Biden is just so old that you automatically assume you, that he's <laughs> yeah. always been. A but, <laughs> but who knows what's happened since then? I mean, there's pictures floating around the internet, unverified, of like Joe Biden walking around in like a Speedo and stuff. Uh, all unverified. Like, I don't, ha- there's no way to pr- prove it because it's from so far away. Just like the one with, um, with Hunter on like a couch. With children, it's hard to verify, but that's a picture that's out there too that came out in those leaks. But it's hard to tell because people will throw in fake photos. Like there was one photo that was allegedly from his laptop of a picture of a girl, and that turned out to be just like some like cam girl or something that looks similar that somebody threw in. But then there's the ones where like he's in an elevator with two naked chicks, and one of them has like been photographed with him before. It's all this crazy stuff so people will try to throw stuff in just to try to make the story worse but um if you believe like half of what's out there then it's insane well what about the one that i keep getting i keep getting deleted from instagram it was a meme literally a meme of like uh kamal toe's stepdaughter and hunter biden you know she's wearing some weird stuff and he's in his briefs and wearing the scarf and that one gets deleted from my story from more than a year ago, like once a day now. Like I get a notification from Instagram. And at first I thought it was because I had challenged it or I had like voted for an appeal or whatever. And it was coming back like, no. But and then I was like, okay, fine. I won't challenge it anymore. And they keep sending it to me that this post has been removed from my story from a year ago because it's Hunter Biden in his underwear and it's it's new to <laughs> Well, there's so many stories out there, uh, like alleged again, unverifiable. I don't, I I mean, they could be if, if somebody sourced them right back to the laptop, but I'm just not aware, but there's so many ones out there that the mainstream media or the right wing media won't touch because it's impossible to verify. There's like a picture of like one of the Obama daughter's credit cards. There's alleged text messages between, uh, uh, Hunter and Bo's daughter, which are very creepy about like meeting up somewhere. Um, there's so many creepy things that are unverifiable um, that they won't touch, but if they were true, they'd be insane. So that like, like what I said, what we do know, the diary is verified. Um, the actual stuff that's verified to be on the laptop 
all that stuff is insane let alone what can't be verified the the crack smoking and the hookers like that's verified and like it's obviously him in the video and all the pictures of him naked and him running into the sea naked there's so much nudity hunter like it's like what can i get away with i don't know he'd be a great vlogger i feel like yeah he can just go he can join danny mullen and they can do crazy stuff I um there's somebody that they reached out to I forget um Leo to- Leo Dottavio from the Danny Mullen channel told me they re- reached out to Chet Hanks and he didn't respond that <laughs> would be a great addition to the uh, also the no shade um but uh, I was watching Danny's last few videos I think and Leo wasn't in it and they just weren't as good so shout he out was Leo. in it this week. So oh, okay. I didn't watch. I, didn't I watched watch the episode week. today earlier. Uh, when I watch football now on Sundays, I do Danny Mullen halftime show. So there you <laughs> okay. go. Right. Shout out Danny Mullen. Call me back, please. Um, <laughs> your Leo's way friendlier. No, I'm just kidding. Um, our next story is a something. You know, everything. Everybody says poor Prince Andrew. I feel like poor Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, Jislaine Maxwell feels bad for dear friend. Prince Andrew in prison interviews. First of all, how are you, dear friends, with a guy like Prince Andrew that should tell you something? Why are we I doing these all- fashion sketches, by the way? These are like flat sketches for a fashion show. Like, what is this? A woman on trial for like international child smuggling or whatever it is, allegedly. Uh, what is it? Like courting children, whatever her charges are. You can't have cameras in the courtroom. Like, that's just tells you how messed up everything is. Like, you can't film Ghislaine Maxwell's trials because we don't want to popularize it. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse is fine. Kavanaugh, fine. Even though that's not a real trial. Gotta get the January 6th committee on TV. Gotta get um, Johnny Depp on TV. Gotta get Alex Jones on TV all day, every day. Ghislaine Maxwell, though, we can't cover. We gotta go to Sputnik, the Russian disinformation we have to go to. I I just can't, I can't understand the sketches and then they sketch the mask in there, like this is pure propaganda, bro. Ghislaine Maxwell was found guilty on December 2021 of recruiting underage girls to be sexually abused, so convicted of recruiting girls to be sexually abused and we can't have actual cameras in the courtroom. That's the justice system uh, we have here, a decade worth of abuse of children. Um, she was convicted in the conspiring with the late pedophile Jeffrey Epstein to groom and sexually abuse. Yes, we know that. Um, she says she understands why Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton can no longer consider me as a friend. British newspaper, um, the mail on Sunday reported, Former British socialite who is now serving 20 years at a jail in Florida State Capitol, Tallahassee, gave her first two interviews since being found guilty of sex trafficking to PBS and Paramount Plus. That's interesting. First bar rescue followed by Ghislaine Maxwell <laughs> interview. <laughs> You're a loser. Just Kitchen John nightmares. <laughs> you ever see John Taffer walk? He's always wrists first. He's always getting in there. That's why you're failing, Ghislaine Maxwell. Did you know there aren't a lot of children in this area? And then he does the, he always does head down, eyes up, or head up, eyes down to get agreeance. Um, in any event, reportedly gave one of the interviews in prison at Brooklyn's Metropolitan Detention Center in June, the next one remotely from where she is now being held. The daughter of the late publishing tycoon Robert Maxwell was described as being aware why Prince Andrew's lawyers downplayed their friendship, saying, 
Yes, I follow what's happening to him. He's paying such a price for the association with Jeffrey Epstein. I care about him. I feel so bad about him. Prince Andrew, who gave this stupid interview. I mean, who advised him? Somebody wanted him to go down for him. to. He gives this interview, I think, on BBC, where he answers all these questions and then claims that he can't sweat because he has PTSD from, like, the Falkland Islands, I believe it was. Is that the, the correct conflict? And then it turns out he wasn't even there or like he was, he was so far away. It didn't matter. I think he stayed on the ship. I'm just going to quickly Google Prince Andrew sweat. Can't um, sweat. <laughs> Prince Andrew can't sweat. That yeah. was the line. That's the story. Look at the <laughs> Prince Andrew's claim that he couldn't sweat in defending himself. Um, yeah. Per- peculiar medical conditions. This is from national post in Canada. Arising from the Falkland Islands war. Um, they claim he was dripping from sweat when they danced in 2001. So well after the Falkland Islands, he was on, that's what it was, London's club tramp in 2001. There's a slight po- problem with the sweating. I have a peculiar medical condition. I didn't sweat at the time because I suffered what I was described as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands war when I was shot at. And I simply, it was not, it was almost impossible for me to sweat. And it's only because I've done a number of things in the recent past. I'm starting to be able to do that again. Um, He served on the carrier HMS Invincible as a Sea King helicopter co-pilot during the Falklands War. After Argentina invaded in 1982. Um, It's implausible to the point of being impossible that an overdose of of adrenaline could cause a persistent inability to sweat. Said, yeah, this uh, is nonsense, Mark bro. Lupin. <laughs> I just wanted everybody to remember the insane yeah. claim of Prince Andrew, whom she is defending. So, a guy who talked himself into to being pictured as a liar, and then he said he never met with Epstein. And then, of course, the photos dropped of him meeting walking around New York with Epstein. Uh, Maxwell, who had known the Duke of York since her days as a student at Oxford in the 80s, is cited as adding, I accept that the friendship could not survive my conviction. He's paying such a price for the association. I consider him a dear friend. I care about him. Maxwell reportedly branded as fake the notorious photograph showing Prince Andrew with his hand around the waist of a 17 year old Virginia Roberts. Now Gouffre who accused him of sexually assaulting her. Uh, this famous picture that's Photoshop. I mean, it could be it's an old photo, but I mean, the guy claimed he couldn't sweat, was proven to sweat, claimed he didn't meet with Epstein, met with Epstein several times, uh, excommunicated from the crown. Eric, is there something I'm missing? No, well, the thing is, uh, I saw this meme, or I guess, I don't even know if you would consider it a meme, but this like post the other day, I forget where I saw it, but basically what's happening is um, these people would rather destroy the entire world ruin lives than ever be held accountable for any of their wrongdoings. I mean, they truly do believe that they are not to be held accountable for anything. Like they, I mean, I don't know. I don't know a better way to put it except for they all truly believe that they are just above the law. They are better than you. I mean, they, they, they don't even deal in money anymore. They literally deal in kids and body parts and baby blood and all sorts of stuff like that. Like they do not care and her saying, oh, well, I truly do care about him. That's like a jab, right? That's not even, that's like, that's, 
it's not genuine, right? That's only made to make him look worse. That's like you. As, Why do as you think that she's defending them? Because he's she's saying about Clinton here too. I feel bad. He's another victim only because of association with Jeffrey. I understand he, like others, can no longer consider me a friend. So twenty six times going to the island, and she's defending him. Oh, nobody think... else was in on it but me. Basically, is what she's saying. No, I don't even. I don't. I don't. I don't read it that way. I. I feel like it's a. It's like it's an undercut. Like as she's going down, she's talking about how close of friends they were, right? Like that's that's meant to associate them. Like I still have love for him, or not. That's not not what she said. Don't let me put words in her mouth. But like she's trying to, in my opinion, sort of, uh, you know, re rekindle and remind us of the real, the relationship that they had. So it's, it's just kind of, it's kind of backward. It's like a backhanded compliment. Like that's what I think as she's going down, she's serving these 20 years, which is not enough. I think many people would agree that 20 years is not enough for what she's has been accused of. Of course, Jeffrey Epstein got off the hook with the, the suicide or wherever he's living in a Cuban cave <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. With Tupac. But she's basically saying, yeah, we were friends, which doesn't look good for them. So you saying like we were friends and I really care about you is not a good look for them. Well, she's all I feel like she's trying to play like a right wing thing here. She's saying that people have been canceled just for for knowing me, friends of mine, because you're convicted of sex trafficking. Like, what do you mean? You don't know why people if they knew you in any sense other than passing then they probably knew what you were up to. Like, what did they think? What did they think you were doing? I don't know. For all those people, I think it's been a very heavy price. It's been demanded by the cancel culture. It's been very difficult for a lot of people. Like, yeah, it has yeah, been. But, and that's, and they, and they love that. That's the same thing like Andrew Cuomo did too, right? Like, well, this is just cancel culture. It's like you, six months ago, you loved cancel culture. You were all about it. And now when it's come for you, even though it's not even really cancel culture and obviously Cuomo is a completely different is a completely different ball game. But I will say Elliot Spitzer, who was governor before Andrew Cuomo, he went down for, you know, being entangled with some high class hookers or something. And are we really to believe that that is completely detached from human trafficking? Right. I mean, it's there. You don't get, you know. $5,000 a night hookers without some sort of human trafficking, some sort of pimping. Like it's all, it's all the same. And this is what that terrible party, the terrible establishment has been up to for far too long. Well, I'll be interested to see if there's ever like some sort of full blown investigation into the actual, like how the trafficking was done, because I highly doubt that Jizzlade Max, the only facet was going and convincing like teenage girls who wanted to party or something to be like, come on this jet. It's going to be great. We can party. Even though you have to be stupid to do that as a teenager. Um, how did they get the like, well, the think children? about how, think about how stupid people are now. Right. So you would well, think they, they might go, been... to see, go to ISIS too. So, but, but think about, okay, you, we, we see these streeters of kids who don't know what, three times three times three or what are all these stupid questions that we see over and over again you, you know the uh gen z can't answer the simplest question genre that's been going around so Which you've participated in young man well i did it, it yeah i <laughs> i tried to give them the benefit of the doubt i really did and then i realized that we couldn't have a discussion because they didn't know anything so it, mm -hmm. it, ha it had no choice but to turn into that like i didn't want to go in there and and start 
you know, and for the record, I never, I never did any like silly two plus two questions or anything like that. It was something that I thought I at least would, you know, would be in the news. They would have heard about it, but they didn't even know the name of the governor. They, I mean, and granted again, they're college kids. I knew, you know, the governor, Arnie was the governor. That's about it. I didn't know about his policy. So governor. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on that too much, but you know, I didn't go in and say, Oh, what's the country North of America and South of America. Like I, you know, I just thought they would know a little tiny bit. Maybe I thought they would at least know the governor's name, neither here nor there, but this is also why they want people to be so stupid, right? Like, so people like this can take over and then we're, and then they're going to quote unquote, lower the voting age. So it's all, I mean, you know, you can strap on your tinfoil hat and, and I would say that all of this stuff is totally connected. Jelaine, Jelaine whatever her name is, um, Spitzer, the Democratic Party, Andrew, Prince Andrew, all of these people, they're all connected. Um, Comet Pizza, whatever. I mean, it's, Whoa, it's there's no basement there, dude. Let's not get into, uh, you know, wasn't it um, Mike Cernovich who broke a lot of that stuff and got a lot of the documents? Like, that's why I started respecting him. It's when he went into like the White House press room, press gallery, and started shaming them for not covering it. And then he worked hard to get some of the files, um, what's the word, released. Um, that ended up thing or something. Yeah, that ended up taking her down. And then he just turned like, so he was good, I thought, as like a journalist. And then he sort of just started being like this, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? What's Smug. the word for? Yeah, but what's the word for somebody who's always just going against, just says the opposite of what everybody says? Uh, contrarian. He come, yeah. became a bit of a contrarian. Um, and I believe that they try to call him like a pizza gator is one of the, the original claims against him. Yeah, the contrarian stuff. And it's kind of similar to like the people who are always claiming that like everybody's controlled opposition. It's like if one person doesn't believe the same thing you believe their controlled opposition or if they if their podcast mm -hmm. gets too many hits you know if they get too many views and if you get too successful then you can also be considered um controlled opposition and then there's another part of i don't know how we got here but so between cernovich being a contrarian and the people who hate they they don't hate success in the way the left hates success and want you to do communism they hate it because as soon as they think you've 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 got you've gotten too big then you are now part of the problem, right? So you can't like there's no there's there's no big platforms that still speak the truth, apparently. I don't think that's true. I think a lot of people can get big and, and still, you know, totally speak the truth. It's hard. It's hard to do because their whole goal is to take you down and eliminate, you know, obviously what getting rid of guys like Andrew Tate, like what dude, he's he's just a he's not even he's just a, a podcaster. He's not it's like getting rid of Joe Rogan. It's like it's this. These things are not threatening at all. But that's what they do. And then there's another brand of person that's also fairly annoying to me on social media, where they're constantly talking about. I mean, just constantly talking about oh, five G and the food shortages, and it's just like oh, like you know, the radiation gives me back pain, and it's like we, <laughs> you, you can't don't eat this, don't eat that, don't use a cell phone, don't use AirPods, don't. 
don't walk on the right side of the street. It's like, dude, you guys are living in fear. You're living in fear of every single little thing the same way that the left is telling you to live in fear of, you know, racism and climate change. It's just a different type of fear that needs to just give it a rest, guys. Like, I, I don't know if you see these people, but it's like they claim to be truthers and all this stuff. And they walk around with their 5G uh, radar detectors and talk about how their head hurts and they can't sleep. And they, and that then they was try an to sell early you, thing. Then they try to sell the, you like an off grid living kit or something. It's like oh the 5G is making my feet burn from the towers. Yeah. yeah they're pointed out. That was an early claim. Um, uopod.com, unauthorized opinions. Eric Butler, Tatum Report, myself just relaunched my show on Rebel News. We've got a big segment um, every week now, big uh, streeter segment. Went out, um, asked people if they knew who Teresa Tam is. Zero people knew this <laughs> sign just fell behind me. Um, zero people knew who Teresa Tam is, Eric Butler. Absolutely uh, zero people. How long were you? And that's there? the first, just out of curiosity, a couple hours like an hour and a half but like i asked at least like 30 people and with downtown major intersection in toronto big cross section um and you know these are people who just really just followed the rules didn't, and everybody didn't, I, didn't sound familiar didn't say hey oh kind of rings a bell a couple people were once we told them like oh right right but it's like the person who told you to wear a mask and get vaccinated. You just had didn't care who that was. Didn't want to look into that at all. So it was interesting. Asked people if they wanted, if they would put the mask back on, if the government told them, they said, they all said yes. So it was pretty sad out there. So that's, we have a streeter segment every week in my show now. And then I have a new, uh, a new studio there, uh, a new set I'll say, and uh, had Ben Bankus on. And then we had David Menzies dressed up as the Oakville teacher on at the <laughs> last part of the show. So, do you see that? This just <laughs> fell behind me. Yeah, <laughs> at least it wasn't um, your uh, your hair weave like that girl from the clip a week or so ago. You remember that? Yes. <laughs> so you only see that behind the paywall, and I can't confirm we just uh, we were demonetized on YouTube just now. This episode, every week we're demonetized. What? And every, we didn't. Yeah. And oh, and for the week, record, um, I'm still I'm still. Because last week I was able to stream on my channel. It worked just fine. This week it looks like it's not. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I'm, I guess, a boomer when it comes to this technology. I, I don't know why it worked just fine last week. It's not working this week. That's what's triggering me. And um, Seth's falling apart behind me. Speaking of Teresa Tam, we have our own. What's the the like the American version of her? Um, Leanna Wynn. Leanna Wynn. No, it's the other little Asian woman who like. She was all she, I mean, she was basically, you should not be able to go shopping if you do not get it. You don't remember her? But the woman Leanne, who's on CNN? Yeah, yeah. She, okay, I mean, yes. as at risk of sounding incredibly racist, she looks like uh, Teresa. They're, they're like, I would say Tam's evil twin sister, but they're both evil. So they're just weird mm. uh, establishment Asian women who, who are beating, <laughs> uh, beating the the establishment medical tyranny drum as hard as humanly possible. And then uh, Leanna Wynn, of course, made headlines because she was all for the mask. I mean, she was telling, she she was pushing for uh, you can't fly domestically. I mean, she was pushing for every single thing in the book. And then now she came out a, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, was saying, oh, um, the mask and the restrictions have uh, have, you know, been a nightmare for my child's learning. And it's like, 
Yeah, they're saying that now. But our Ontario head doctor has threatened bringing masks back because cases are on the rise. Um, so it would be right lock and step what everybody says, bringing back masks um, for the winter time. Well, the Daily Beast, I, won't do I don't it. know if you've, if you've seen this, the Daily Beast is talking about two new variants. Well, that's like, good. Um, <laughs> it's like BQ something, which of course reminds me, those are my train lines in Brooklyn, the B and the Q. So that mm-hmm. is like triggering in, on in two levels and then some other some other variant that they just posted about today this is the daily beast and then another variant so three variants total in october 2022 that they are still trying to push out and this third one is uh i guess apparently specific to the bay area i was reading the local bay area you know san francisco and they're like oh this one's so deadly it's like bro that's but it's so far down the line that they're so (laughs) they're so like non- like they're not dangerous because they're so far down the line. Yeah. Your best friend Brittany Griner um, worries that she can't come home. Oh my god! Two Russia stories in one day. You Russian propagandist. <laughs> Every single time you say anything about Ukraine or Russia, Russian propaganda. So she's starting to think that she's not going to be able to come home. She has served. Um, I think it's nine months. Yeah, nine months. That she may have served. They've given her a new bed for her gigantism. I mean, I shouldn't make fun of her that much. I wouldn't want to be in a Russian prison. Um, but her lawyer saying that... I'd rather be in think... a Russian prison than in the WNBA. So. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. She has not been good in a good condition as I could sometimes find her, and her lawyer said. Explained that Griner, quote, is allowed outside once a day, and she walks for an hour in a small courtyard. It's not a basketball courtyard, I guess. No, nothing. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to continue to do everything we I'll can be all week. Tire- tirelessly every day to make sure that we get them home. I thought they were trading this guy for her. Yeah, some arms dealer or something. The arms I guess, dealer. I guess that I guess that deal didn't work. Um this does remind me though, I don't know, maybe this is a little off base, a little esoteric, but of course. Of course, little Yachty has gone viral. You remember the the rapper Little Yachty? Mm-hmm. What did he do? Gone- he has gone viral with his song called Poland, and he's talking about taking promethazine and codeine to Poland, and it just reminds me of, you literally made a song about smuggling drugs into other countries as Brittany Griner is like rotting away in a Russian prison. I'm sure he, he was probably high on drugs and didn't realize. Trump would have um, got her out. Trump would have got her out. But of course, he got this ASAP is- Rocky out of Sweden. He got uh, so many people pardoned. Uh, Kodak Black and Lil Wayne, but he did not. He didn't pardon Assange, and people are very angry yeah, with him. Uh, uh, people are angry with him about that. But um, you know, you could say Trump would have got her out, and then the the weirdo establishment people will basic. I mean, I guess their only their only response to that would be, well, you don't know that for sure, which is very similar to the people that say, well, it would have been worse if I didn't get the shot. It's like, well, you literally, of course, prove that. Um, who's the actor who played? I think it's James Brolin, the actor, um, grizzly old guy. He had a vaccine commercial I saw today about just like how it's preventative and great. And he's in the countryside and he's having a good time as an old man, but also get your vaccine. Here's a crazy story, Eric, that I want to make sure we get to. Boston Globe contributor says she had first abortion at age 11 despite never being pregnant. So what this girl is um, claiming is that because she has some sort of, she has vascular Ehlers-Danlos, an extremely rare genetic connective tissue disorder, one symptom of which is frequently 
frequent and potential fatal bleeding. The abortions were my treatment, she says. Um, I had my first abortion when I was 11 and another five or six between the ages of 12 and 21. So she's saying she's had an abortion every time. What she's actually getting to, of course, support abortions necessary in essential health care. But what she's actually doing is getting a pr different procedure that it also happens in abortion sometimes. And she say so she's saying it's abortion. Um, where is it? So she it's something like stripping the walls of the the uterine lining let's see here the procedure which is frequently used to treat uterine conditions is also used in abortions to clear the uterine lining according to the mayo clinic so she's taking something that happens during an abortion and something that can happen despite an abortion which is used for her condition and saying those are abortions except there's no you know, she's not terminating a pregnancy. She's just getting the walls, like her uterine lining cleared. So, and she's calling that abortion after abortion after abortion. Therefore, if abortions were banned, she says, were I a young girl in, t in most of the United States today, there would likely not be a pediatric gy uh, gynecologist to treat my unusual, specific, and critical needs, nor would I be allowed the procedures required to keep my challenge uterus healthy. Challenge uterus, that's a band name. Uh, this is because my treatments, as dictated by doctors, now have been politicized and miscast as something they are not. So she's saying if abortions were banned, they would not do this procedure with, for her to save her life. For some reason, she's claiming this. I mean, she has no way of knowing whether they would do that or not. Yeah, I mean, she knows. She knows this is a lie. This is all, come on. This is... What I, my even... point here is, is that a procedure to stop her condition from worsening, she's saying they wouldn't do it. And she's saying it's an abortion, even though there's no there's no fetus to abort. So I don't understand how she's claiming this. It's like it's pretty much just pure propaganda. I'm seeing if there's anything else. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's absolutely propaganda. It's the same thing that uh, or it's similar to what Chrissy Teigen did a couple of weeks ago and talked about how. She got an abortion to say, it's like, dude, we can see through this. Stop. Somebody it's else says joke. those procedures would remain legal, would not be considered an abortion. No physician could claim not to know that. So, like, it's a different thing. Like, I'm sure if there's a name for her condition, which is vascular Ehlers-Danlos, whatever that is, extremely rare, but obviously they have a treatment for it. But she's saying her the treatment she's getting are abortions. Like that's it. That's crazy. That's like me saying, I don't know. How can you say that? Like something like maybe you have testicular cancer and you get like some sort of treatment and you're saying that's a vasectomy because they have to. I don't know. Like you're going in for one thing and claiming it's actually for something else. It doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Yeah. Well, like, they're she. They're obviously grasping at straws, right? They're just grasp. They're throwing stuff at the wall. That's what they do all the time, and. It's uh, very similar to how they we we constantly hear about the uh, rape and incest, which I of course contend are one and the same. Bear with me now, because if you have a consensual incestuous relationship, odds are that couple would probably want to keep the kid. I'm just saying, like realistically, well, the, the reason that is said to be a faulty argument is because people say, what about rape and incest? And then the person who's anti-abortion says, okay, if we account for rape and incest, which I'm pretty sure all of them do 
I could be wrong. Maybe uh, the Alabama one doesn't allow for that. But if you account for rape and incest abortions and those were allowed, would you then be okay with banning all other types of abortion? Right. The person mm -hmm. says no. Mm -hmm. So why do you bring that up anyway? Like, why yeah. would the person no. bring that up as an example? They don't accept it anyways. Yes, that's exactly. I mean, it's just so painfully obvious that the arguments are con <laughs> are are, um, are totally dishonest. Yeah, 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 dishonest, disingenuous, whatever you want to call it. But, but yeah, so on top of the fact that, of course, they would never agree to that because that's not what it's really about, they they make it seem like every... They, they take the tiniest little piece, and I, I saw this, I noticed this with that uh, Planned Parenthood propaganda video that I posted to my channel. It's like they want to talk about intersex and pretend that intersex, oh, everybody, it's happening all over the place. This is all the time. Mm -hmm. The only way to fix the intersex, though. So, so if you say, okay, well, in the case of these intersex people, then, you know, fine, do, do this weird procedure, right? I mean, you're all, like, you have this mm -hmm. medical anomaly. There's only one way to fix it. Go for it. But in any other case, you probably shouldn't do that. And they would say, well, no, because it's the exact same <laughs> argument. So this is, um, it, it, it's, it, it's demonic. I don't even know a better way to put it. This is like pure, this is evil stuff. They're trying to, um, I mean, quite literally, like I'm not a religious guy. I don't know anything about the Bible really, or I, I can't wow. quote you any verses like Bryson or anything like that. But this is pure evil. You have like, um, what is it? The satanic temple in, in somewhere in Massachusetts, like outside of Boston or something that's like suing and Austin, they, Texas, because they love, a, they love abortion. And it's like, it's part of their, I mean, they, they literally say this is part of our ritual. And sure. I guess you could make the argument that like Satanism is, Oh, it's just another religion, I guess. But I mean, when, when murdering and decapitating babies in the womb is part of your religion, uh, I, you know, Count me out, bro. It's just weird stuff. Like you guys, if that's what floats your boat, I guess I'll take the libertarian stance, I suppose. But leave leave me out of it. Stop propagandizing us. And if it's so good, let it speak freely on itself, right? Like I don't, you know, you don't have to. If you buy, I guess, a new pair of shoes or something, you don't. You don't really have to be like, oh, they're so you just you wear them. They're comfortable. And like you let it kind of speak for itself. Right. Like like think about maybe <laughs> this is a silly example. The biggest car, manu the, the fanciest car manufacturers, they don't have commercials. Right. You don't see Lamborghini commercials. You don't see Ferrari commercials. You don't see Bentley commercials, Rolls Royce commercials. They speak for themselves. This is a good product. It speaks for itself. We don't have to propagandize it like a Kia that's going to fall apart in six months. Shout hey, man, the Kia, Kia parts are cheap. <laughs> My roommate has a Kia. Um, let's get to the other title track. Um, but yeah, everything has to be propagandized at this point. I was talking about this yesterday about... Um, what was the point where you started to realize, you know, everything was sort of being used as propaganda. And the person I was talking to said when I think it was, I forget which magazine, but one of one of the magazines was just like, I think it was life. It was life magazine when they sent out the Hillary Clinton one magazines. Um, when surprise, Time. She lost. Is it time? 
Time, time, sorry. I don't know who reads Life magazine, not since like 1950, but Time magazine. And then it was like, yeah, it was like they flipped a switch and they had to say all systems go, Rolling Stone magazine, Time magazine, every publication, GQ, anything that has anything, we gotta, you know, we gotta fight the power here. Um, title track of George Clooney confessing that he wasn't a good Batman. Um, this has been a long time coming. Chris O'Donnell, of course, was the other Batman. And I just wanted to talk about this, something fun to talk about. Um, the long-running debate over which actor made the best Batman generally boils down to Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Adam West, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, not a good Batman, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> Adam West? Wow, that's a... <laughs> the only way we can honestly talk about things is to include yourself in shortcomings and those things, said Clooney. Like, when I say Batman and Robin is a terrible film, I always go, I was terrible in it because I was, number one. But also because then it allows you the ability to say, having said I sucked in it, I can also say that none of these other elements worked either. You know, like, freeze, cool off, ice to meet you. And other things. I added all those on my own. That's not the <laughs> copy here. Um, what else to say? Batman Robin, Robin offering no hits whatsoever that Clooney was poised to become one of the biggest and most respected talents in the entire industry. I don't think George Clooney was respected for his acting skills. I thought he was a, seen as like one of those nice, charming, leading men um, for a while. And like, obviously he was huge, but it wasn't like George Clooney's an amazing actor. Brad Pitt's an amazing actor. It's just, it seems like they had a team that was like, this is a good movie to do. And they were better at movie selecting movies than anybody else. You know what I mean? I don't know, but except what, for I Batman, don't even, I don't even know when, when was it? When was that Batman? It was already like a 97 long Batman forever what? and Batman and Robin. Remember the song <laughs> kiss from a rose. On oh, is that it? Is that the seal one? was for Batman forever. It's a romantic. Okay. Back when, remember when albums came with movies, like the albums for movies were huge, like Space Jam. Well, you mean soundtracks? Soundtrack, yeah, the album. <laughs> well, uh, okay, just to, to to Clooney's point here, mm-hmm. I remember that song much better than I remember the movie. So I guess he's right. The Seal song, Jim Carrey and Batman Forever as the Riddler. Uh, Again, Tommy would... Lee Jones as Two Face. I would um I would be more inclined to rank the best jokers. I think that's a more prevalent conversation. Like the best Well Batman. It's, it's what's his face? Heath Ledger, then Jack Nicholson, and then who else is there? Uh Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Fe- right, right. I mean they should inject him into a new a like a gritty Batman movie, but I don't think he wants to do that. Well, I they're doing another do Joker. They're doing another Joker now, aren't they? Are they with him? I believe so. I saw like a, a week sweet. or so. Uh, like they were. I mean, we're still talking about some time out, but I think I saw something about how they were filming Joker 2, which means it'll be another year or so before it comes out. The end of Joker is basically like the start of Dark Knight, isn't it? Because the end of Joker is basically everybody is rioting. And like all these Joker copycats pop cats pop up. So I'm guessing like that's what it would be. It would like a be like a slight prequel to Dark Knight or something. I don't yeah. know. Well it, it was. It was like a it was an origin story, right? Because well, so it's a prequel. Um, something you can tell me so much you can say you 
<laughs> I was wondering if you were gonna uh, really try to hit my that. Power, my pleasure, my pain. Uh, I believe his face was burnt in some sort of fire. Who, Seal or the Joker? Yes. I don't think uh, the Joker's the... face was not burnt. That's Two Face, and it was acid. No, but didn't the Joker fall in a vat of acid like in the first Batman? No, that's Two Face. Has his face acidized? In the in the, I in the in the the Jack Nicholson. What happens to Joker? No, he gets weird. I don't know what. I don't know. Something happened to Joker's face. No, he gets cut. Remember by like his father. The story, and he wears makeup, and then he's like holds the mirror up and he starts laughing. I don't know, dude. I I really don't know. I can't keep up. Remember with Clay Clayface? Clayface was like some sort of experiment done on him, and he turned into a pile of goo in the back seat of a car. No, no, I don't remember any of these. The only, mo the only, seriously, the only Batman movies I saw was I think the first one when I was a little tiny baby, and then which doesn't count. And then I saw Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, and then I saw Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Those are the only ones I know. And I don't really remember those very well. Whatever, Eric. You're just really like what what's your favorite superhero movie or series? <laughs> what? Like what? I don't have not pass. Pass? Um it has superhero to be like has to be an early 90s black movie for you to have a conversation. What's your favorite early 90s black movie? No, say, no, dude, if we're not talking about Seinfeld or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, then I don't... Then we can't talk about anything? Well, okay, 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 I'll take I'll take Superman because Jerry Seinfeld was a fan of Superman. There. You're a closeted, angry person. <laughs> um, Carrie Lake doesn't commit to accepting Arizona. Did you see this? She was on CNN. Yeah, and, Dana Bash, like, who looks like a fish. The time is not friendly to all like mainstream media female hosts. I feel like uh, if you look at, I don't want to name any names from Fox News, but it's not going well for them either. I feel Laura like, Ingram. Uh, oh, I'm not Laura naming Ingram. any names, she, and I wasn't even thinking of her. Um, who are well, so, just, you? Gotta say it. I want to know now. Um, no, that's mean. They don't have stupid enough views for me to be mean to them. Um, the one lady, what's her name? I don't even remember it. She's old. Anyways, Carrie Lake would uh, not commit to accept. This is CNN. CNN's well, just for the record, beautiful, by the way, uh, Dana Bash, she doesn't have a chin and her eyes are too far, far apart. So. And then it looks like they've got some sort of filter on Carrie Lake. But I digress. Um, if you lose, will you accept that? They asked her, which is funny because she actually um, pointed out that um, Stacey Abrams never conceded. And then she was getting to the point where she was saying that, um, you know, Hillary Clinton and the Green Party wanted a recount and the Green Party raised like seven million dollars. Uh, her name was Jill Stein. But of course, the, t the uh, CNN host talked through that. Dana, ba Dana Bash wouldn't allow her to c get that point out. Um but they're trying to make the, this a thing about her being an election denier. But who's the girl she's going up against? Katie Hobbs. Just won't appear on like any debate stages or anything. Won't answer any questions from reporters. Yeah. And then she finally goes on CNN. Um, it's, uh, did they have them on together? I doubt it. They ha no, they've, ha they've had an opportunity to talk 
face to face and Katie Hobbs refused. So I doubt. Um, but I could be wrong. I mean, they literally did a town hall and Katie Hobbs's campaign staffers told Carrie Lake that she couldn't sit in the crowd while Katie right. was on stage. Speaking of abortion, it's a key motivator in these uh, 50% of voters now say that the Supreme Court's decision was made has made them more motivated to vote this year. Well, that doesn't say which way. But um, the we're having municipal elections here on, uh, next week, and um, I feel like people might not be getting out for that, even though it's very important when you see, you know, giant boob teacher and all the books they're showing people in schools here. But the races for the U.S., especially that John Fetterman versus Dr. Oz, some of them are getting crazy. Like, that one's pretty good in Arizona. Carrie Lake uh, doesn't take any shit, but John Fetterman, have you seen this where he can't, he can't hear like he can hear, he can't comprehend auditory speech. So he's got a screen in front of him to rearrange the words, I guess. And then they're not rearranging the words. They're just presenting the words. Are you sure about that? Why would they rearrange them? Because he's got some sort of uh, problem comprehending it. No, I, I didn't. His, I didn't. Okay, I, I heard about the 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 monitor. And he's got to read it, off the screen the transcription stuff, but I did not hear that they were would rearrange the words because right. I thought he was just reading off the screen because he had trouble comprehending comprehending it in an audio version. But I don't know how they. I mean, how could they possibly rearrange it? They don't even know what he's capable of understanding. But th- it. You might be right. We'll see what it says. Go ahead. But that's actually beside the point because the establishment has somehow pinpointed this guy as just a, as somebody who will just play ball, right? Like this is, you know, they how they find Kamala and I mean somebody who just has zero principles. I mean, even AOC kind of had a stance at one point. She has since been totally corrupted and that's why these people are uh, you know, heckling her at a speech talking about, you know, her voting to arm Ukrainian Nazis or whatever. But Fetterman is clearly, I mean, it's just so obvious that this man doesn't have his own, he has no faculties of his own. So they can just puppet him and, you know, say the line, Oh, Dr. O, you know, he walks around in this hoodie pretending to be one of the one of the regular people, the hoodie and the neck gator to hide the tennis ball growing out of his neck. And it's like, dude, it's clear that you are not capable of making any decisions for this this region that you claim to be wanting to represent. So it's some who I don't know who's back there, the same person who's controlling Biden or controlling Kamala. I don't know who's back there, but it's obvious that this is the kind of person they need just get out there i mean they literally ran a guy to the point where even left-wing articles were saying joe biden just stay alive i mean this is very similar to that you had a stroke less than a year ago you were clearly and no shade like you're trying to recover from that and all they want all they want is a an empty controllable body and that's what fetterman is they they gotta hope that this can last long enough for him to get into office Till he recovers my friend who's a paramedic was saying like it could be up to a year uh since his stroke before he gets all his faculties back um but the fact but you, that dr yeah, oz has had trouble lucky. taking the lead in this 
is hilarious because Dr. Oz, you know, he started being endorsed by Trump then distanced himself from Trump. And I think he went back towards him. Um, talk about running a shitty campaign. Like you can't beat a guy who, you know, he wants to let all these people out of prison. He was a mayor of a town, a small town, ran that into the ground. Um, and you're right. They just, they find a person who's failed and is desperate. And it's like, as long as you believe in no cash bail and, you know, BLM and all this stuff and equity and inclusion, then we can run with you. Yeah, but you don't have to, you don't have to really that? believe in that stuff. You just have to b- do what we say. Like you can well, believe yeah. in it right now because we tell you to you but say it. Yeah. Just say it. Right. Cause we we're going to trust me. We're going to get rid of BLM when that time comes. We're not. So you don't, you, in fact, I'd venture to say it's better that you don't believe any of that stuff. Just do what we say right now. That's it. Well, I don't know if you saw my article on rebelnews.com about um, Tulsi Gabbard's views, but Tulsi Gabbard has a lot of those views. Um, at the very, unless you're telling me that a woman in her 40s changed all of her views in the last two years, um, then this whole making her the darling thing sort of seems like a setup to get another you know, person in office that they can manipulate. And I'll go over some of them for you um, that I did in this article. Because yeah, you mentioned, Tulsi. yeah, we mentioned the the bail and everything, and um, Tucker has her on, and Joe Rogan has her on, and everybody's in love with her. Oh, she's against war, but if you just go back to her stances for 2020, they're terrible. So I did this. I went and through a few websites, and then you, which also used her um, campaign website in 2020, and I tallied up all the views, and it was like, um, where was it? Uh, out of 31 policies that were listed, I established that at least 16 of them, you could say that is a view that's lock and step with the Democratic Party. And then um, six, I believe, I said would certainly align with the modern Republican Party. And 16, you couldn't really pin down to either party. So at best, for all these Republicans championing her, you could say that six out of 31 of her views align with you guys. And here's some of the, the stuff that was most like alarming, I guess you could say. I'm trying not to use alarming language here, but I digress. She's for cash bail reform. So like the George Soros guys, Fetterman, no cash bail. Oh, you're, you're a murderer, <laughs> second degree murder. And where is it now? Chicago and Illinois. You can, you don't have kidnapping. You don't have to go to jail. That's fine. We trust you to come back. Um, She wanted to close all the nuclear power plants which is another insane view she had, which is Bernie Sanders and all of them. Um, And this is from her own campaign website, uh, Politico and um, what's the other website that pulled them? Politico and Ballotpedia. And and they just track their views and they pulled it from her website that doesn't exist anymore. Um, Medicare for all, free college, a ban on assault weapons, federal minimum wage increase, DACA citizenship, um, hyper pro abortion, yeah, health care. But, but this is how, look, that but, one. but this yeah. is how low the bar has gotten. This is how low the bar has gotten, <laughs> right? Is that is that all you have to do is not is you you can say, okay, well, maybe these people are a little bit crazy, maybe we shouldn't be snipping body parts off kids, and that's good enough. And then the rest will just go because, of course, Tulsi, she's completely, yeah, but she also said little to no restrictions on abortion, too. so... And she yeah. went on TMZ and talked about how terrible the new laws were. 
But she, but she didn't, she, the one thing she didn't capitulate on was the transgender stuff. And I think she said that a man is a man is a woman is a woman, something like that, which is co- completely and normal. War. And, and anti-war. And sucks, which is why they love her. Yeah. Okay. So she but, also endorsed Biden and was like, oh, I can't vote uh, for the impeachment of Trump or against him. This is, the system is set up to fail, but I'm still a Democrat, like at the time. Yeah, it, it was all fake. And here's the bottom line. She did this to get traffic to her podcast. It's as simple as that. Do you think she's going to r- try to run with Trump or something? That's what a lot of people no, think, too. No, no, no. Yeah, here's the deal. There's, there's no? no. Dude, she doesn't. Not, the only thing she stood up. Okay, okay. She's quote unquote anti-war. Fine. But the only other thing she stood up against is the transgender ideology. And I think. Okay, and I guess Hillary Clinton, which isn't hard to do. The left itself, like the 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 weird left, doesn't like Hillary Clinton anyway. So that's not even a hard thing to do. So no, your weird assault weapons ban and your weird no, dude. We're not your minimum wage, your DACA stuff. No, we're not doing any of that stuff. This was to promote her podcast, and it's easy to swallow. No pun intended, because she's easy on the eyes. That's it. Well, she immediately went on Tucker, Joe Rogan, and Jesse Waters. Yes, as soon as she went off. Yeah, All right, and her I think podcast launched wall. the same day. Did it? Yes. Well, there you go. That's it, all. It, 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 no, no, you can fact check me on this. Maybe it wasn't the same day, but it was the same week. I guarantee you that. Oh, so it was the same week. week. Yeah. She she did. She did I'll just go right whole... to Spotify. Where Unauthorized Opinions is available, by the way, yeah. as well as Apple Podcasts. Go to europod.com. I think you can go to anchor.fm slash unauthorized opinions if you want and it lists them all there everybody tulsi yeah this tulsi is a... gabbard show one episode tuesday yeah why i'm leaving the democratic party so she launched an episode she's got 1000 reviews already on it it doesn't show you how many views obviously um but 1000 reviews with a 4.9 out of 5 average it's a lot of reviews she's yeah, so honest it... independent Unafraid, always with aloha. <laughs> no, dude. Get, get get out of here with that. If if this was even remotely real, you would have done this two years ago. You would have done this when they started calling you a Russian agent. It's all fake. And you know, Tulsi, I if I could get in a room with Tulsi, I'm sure I could red pill her. No problem. We'll go to dinner and it'll be fine. This, so this is what Eric's plan was. Is he <laughs> said all that to. Ask <laughs> it's for just it. like, dude, she she she's on the cusp. But it's not real. It's a podcast ad. That's what happened. And, you know, if Tulsi wants to, if we, you know, if you want to go out, I can explain to you why you are full of shit. And then we can. Joe Rogan always talks about how good looking he thinks she is. So, like, I'm good. Like, there's sometimes Joe Rogan has a woman on where he's clearly in love with them. Obviously, he's married. I think he's he's not, probably not going to do anything. But he, the way he talks about her, it's the way I've heard him talk about, like, maybe two other women. Oh, she's so beautiful and she's so smart. No, she's no. we got no, the great no. views. It's like she's got several views that stand in line with the furthest left of the Democratic Party. No. So. She, she's cute. She's, she's easy on the eyes for a politician. That's as far as it goes. So are you, Eric. Unauthorizedopinions.com, uopod.com, Eric, a Tatum report. He's angry today. Um, he didn't get his cheesecake yet. We will see you next week. Anything else to say, Eric? Buy my book. Getter. Thank you. Best podcast on Getter. Twitch. Twitch. 
I think there was one person watching on Twitch today. Yeah, still is. Shout out whoever you are on Twitch. Reach out to us. Uh, send us a thousand dollars. Turn it up, Jordan.